Okay, here we go. The Panda Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Panda Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Hello. This is Elma Fudd. <laughs> I love wabbits. Oh, I'm sorry. I was practicing my side gig. I'm going to become the new Mel Blank. Really? Yes, I am. Has it pay well? My name is Daffy Duck. People say I'm loony. <laughs> oh, did I just spin on you, Ben? Yeah. Thanks. Welcome to episode 102. Uh, got COVID in the eye. 102. I used to work for Rock 102. I was yeah. the program director at Rock 102. FM. Technically, it was 102.1. Now I'm working at a, a great radio station, 100.1 FM. Yeah. FM 100, yeah. The Pike. Now you're on the air every day. Yes. Yes, yeah. I am. From when to when? Uh, three, uh, three to six. Yeah. yeah. And what's, uh, what's your greatest uh, achievement so far at The Pike? I'm still breathing. That's <laughs> It's... It's the Planet Mikey Podcast number 102. To my left, Ben Kitchen. After a week's absence, he had to have his hernia removed last week. Had to put back in this week. Did you really? Yeah. That's just got to hurt more than taking it out. A little bit, but it was the right thing to do. Bill Smith, who's the master plumber of this of these uh, these uh, episodes. Yeah, thank you. He pushes all the buttons. And so far, the ejector seats have not worked. That's correct. He's tried. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors once again. Uh, my grandma's coffee cake, who have been just so good at. I got a text from Will Noonan, who was on a couple weeks ago, and he got his blueberry cake, and he was all excited. People get excited to get to get the world's greatest coffee cake sent to their door, and of course, it's available to the public. You do you go to mygrandma.com, or you call this number one eight hundred eight grandma. We're just talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. It really is. I got a blueberry. My friend sent me a giant blueberry one. You know, half of it's in the box and half of it's in my stomach. I, I eat that. I rip through that cake. It's so good. But I'm telling you, I gained some weight, don't you think? You look pretty good, but you got a haircut. Uh, this is my waistline protector belt, uh. <laughs> better known as my flab button. Um, yeah, how you all doing? Everybody good? Yeah. All right, good. I think we got over what happened last week on the episode. I just went off, didn't I? Yeah, you did. That was that was kind of embarrassing. Jesus Christ. I don't know what... Sometimes I don't know what, what gets into me. Do you want to <laughs> apologize for anything? I usually no. know what gets no. into you. You know, as Don Corleone said, You know, I live my life. I don't apologize. I don't apologize to anybody. Tatalia's a pimp. Sonny, you should stop messing around with that girl. Spend more time with your family. Maybe you could get a coffee cake. From my grandma's coffee cakes. I remember that I, line. I paraphrase that. That was that. good, though. Yeah, I paraphrase that. Uh, I have stories of real crimes that I that happened to me. I'm not going to divulge any names of any actual criminals, but I'm going to tell you these are all true stories. Because on this podcast and any like it, I don't I don't tell I don't tell bullshit stories. The Everything people is- and places depicted in the Planet Mikey podcast are purely fictional. Any similarities to actual people, places, or things, living or dead, is purely coincidental. No animals were harmed in any way during the production of this podcast. Well, okay, we did play Red Rocket with one of the puppies. Is that 
Cannon, the fat detective that yeah, voiced the, that? the legal guy. That's right. That's the guy from TV. But he's, he's also a lawyer now, and he chimes in whenever he hears something some that serious needs the pipes. disclaimer. Yeah. I thought he was dead. All right, so here's a, re- here's a real crime that happened to me. You ready? Yeah. I'm in Fort Myers. You know where that is? Technically, I was in North Fort Myers, which is the shitty part of town. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Staying at a cheap hotel that NECN coughed up the money for. And uh, I was waiting for my uh, my wife and kids uh, at the home. We were at the hotel. We were getting ready to go to Disney World. And I'd done my spring training coverage at Fort Myers, covered the Red Sox for a week. My family met me in Fort Myers. We were going to drive up to Disney World. So we're in the parking lot throwing a football around, my son Scott and I, and all of a sudden I hear this car door slam and I see this car drive away and with it went my suitcases, my two suitcases and my briefcase. Gone. They're, they're driving across the parking lot with my shit. Hold on. They drove up, stole your they luggage. They stole the shit. It was sitting in the parking lot waiting to go in the car to go to Disney and we're throwing a football around. All of a sudden, look at him. Ah. So I start running, 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 running after this car that's racing out of the parking lot and I'm running as fast as I can. I'm trying to get a license plate. Well, I got the license plate. I got close enough so I could read the license plate. Excellent. I'm all winded. I go back to the hotel room. I call 911. I say, gosh, I just stole my car. Here's the license plate. So now the Fort Myers, Lee County Sheriff's Department is looking for these guys. Okay. They find the vehicle with that license plate trashed in a really bad neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) With its wheels up on a a bank of, of dirt, and it was just beat. So they just wrecked it. But they found the vehicle. And it was a stolen vehicle. Oh, boy. No? So I told the guys what was stolen from me. And I had a little travel bag that had all my stuff in it, including my bong pipe. (laughs) (laughs) Said, MCI. Remember the old old, uh, uh, cellular phone, MCI? It was like a thing. So I said, they had an MCI bag, bag with orange trim. They said, if you find that, those are the guys. They found the guys... They had the bag in their possession that said MCI on the bag, which tied them to the license plate I had called in, which was a stolen vehicle. So they got hit for grand theft auto, these guys. <laughs> so now they wanted to bring me to the police station to get my stuff and to, you know, ID the, the people. So I go to the police station, or the sheriff's count, the sheriff's office, and they said, Hey, these perps are about to come down the hall. Do you want to say something to them? You know, I said, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was because I was pissed. They ruined my entire day. We we're supposed to be on the way to Disney World. They stole my shit, you know, and, and put me through this day of hell. So they're coming down the hall and they're all handcuffed. They're looking at me like they they would kill me in a second if they could, because they knew I was the link to grit. And I, I did all the statements. You know, these guys got pinched for grand theft auto plus stealing my stuff. Bingo. So they come walking down the hall and they're looking at me really funny. And I look at them. And I go. Oh, did you go for a little ride today? Oh. I said, oh, did you take some stuff that didn't belong to you? And, you know, I was, like, really breaking their balls, you know. And they, they I'll tell you what, if they could have gotten out of those handcuffs, I would have been 15 seconds. I would have been in the ground dead, you know. <laughs> it was great, though. It was really fun for me. Do you have any crimes you want to report? Do you have one, Ben? I, I have no crimes. Well, I think this podcast is a crime against humanity, but oh, that's a whole yeah, other story. Yeah, I think oh, that's did. a nice take. Yeah. <laughs> That's a positive uh, input. Have you ever had a gun pulled on you? Yes. yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. We are some gunslingers and, here. And was the guy that pointed the gun at you, was he angry? Quite. Yeah. Uh, well, the guy that pointed the gun at not just me my th- me and my three friends, w- was prote- they thought we were rolling this guy 
we were actually getting him out of the street because he was drunk laying in the middle of the street. And <laughs> we were going to bring him into this park and put him down on the grass so the cops didn't arrest him. Yeah. You were doing a good deed. The, the guy that served him the alcohol <laughs> across the street saw four teenage kids bringing this guy up into this drunk guy up into the, the park thought we were rolling him. Yep. <laughs> so he comes running out with his gun, and he starts waving it. He goes, I got a gun. I'm not afraid to use it. He's pointed. We're 16 years old, you know? So we run like hell, of course, from yep. the gun. Oh, yeah. One of my friends had to jump in the window because we were driving away. He had to jump in the open window to get away. It was like out of a movie. <laughs> and then, of course, we get 10 feet away, and we're all giving him the finger and screaming, yeah, <laughs> this guy with a gun. We were cocked ourselves. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the gun I had pulled on me, one of them. <laughs> I've got other stories about yeah. guns. <laughs> what happened with you and the gun? Uh, there was this was high school. There was some beef between some of my friends and like one of their old friends from like elementary school. Some dumb shit and uh, gun toting dumb <clears throat> shit. Yeah, and and the kid that was pissed at my friends brought his new friends, and one of them liked to arm himself. So there was this kind of, like, showdown between the group of friends. Like, there was about to be a six-on-six six fight or something like that. And then the kid just pulls it out and goes, who wants shells in them? <laughs> oh. We're just like, nah, we're all right. Let's go down, <laughs> let's go down the north end and have a nice dinner. <laughs> I'll get some shells. You want to go to legal? How about you? You had a, same, a gun pulled on you? Yeah, I was in the Navy. Was it today? No, no. Yeah, no. I was in the Navy, and uh, there was this guy that did not like me. You know, sometimes you run into people, they just don't like you. For some reason, he thought I was an asshole. Mm -hmm. He was always giving me a hard time. And one day, we were, it was actually, it was in the evening, and uh, we were, he was cleaning his 45. So I had, uh, I was a gunner's mate, so I had the keys to the arms locker and all that other crap, and he always carried a gun with him. Anyway, he's cleaning it, and for some reason, he got pissed at me. I don't know what I said, don't know what I did, but he started to shake. He pointed the gun at me, was shaking it. Shut your fucking mouth. Shut. <laughs> and I would try to apologize, and nice. he would interrupt me. And I looked at that gun, and the funniest thing happens to you. It's like a surreal feeling comes over you. It's like, holy shit, this could be the end. Yeah, right. Like, right now. This right, could be my face. Here it is. But he was angry. His face was red, and he was spitting and everything. I thought, holy Jesus. Anyway, I made up with the guy after a while. We were, fr <laughs> we were yeah. friends. You made we out with him? No. Yeah. Made oh, oh, Smitty no. liked that red face. Yeah, no. <laughs> but it was about maybe six months later, and uh, we, the weird stem thing, we became friends. But he's a, he was a little nuts. But you never found out why he didn't like you? No, never did. He just, for some reason, just... Pick me, and he was. Was I he was just a, like sweet on you and repressed, and mm, didn't really want to reveal that? that? Might be it. No, he doesn't want to talk about but, that, uh, do you? <laughs> well, there was this, that one time. So <laughs> this this, this Irish uh, woman's outside the church, and the priest comes out. And she says, "Father, I got some bad news for you. What's wrong, Maureen? It's my husband Patrick. He passed away last week, Father." He says, "Oh, that's terrible news, Maureen. Did he have any last words? Yes, he did, Father. He said, Maureen, would you put down the gun?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thought I'd throw a little Irish humor in there. Uh, I had a lot, I have a lot of incidents and crimes and weird things that I was involved in. Not directly, I'm not criminally liable for any of these things, but I was witness to many things. Yeah. But I don't know that we have time to go through all of them because it's a long, long list. But I will tell you my most embarrassing moment at when I was a a, a member of the uh, Avon Old Farms School uh, School. What do you call it? Uh, student body. This is a good one. This happened. We used to have this girl that used to visit. It was an all-boys school, Avon Old Farms. Prep school at Avon, Connecticut. <laughs> Their nickname is the Winged Beavers. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. Not the Warriors, you know. Is that because they used always? The Winged Beavers. 
First of all, that's just a frightening nightmare. <laughs> so this uh, this school was all boys, and guys would try to sneak girls into the campus and try to make out with them in the woods or whatever. So there was this girl that was kind of a pass-around pack for the, all the boys in the school. Her name was... I'll just give her first name, because her dad's a lawyer. <laughs> you think her dad's still alive? Her name was Joanne. Oh, Joanne. And they, we called her Headlights, because oh. she had these gigantic things yep. on her chest. Looked mm-hmm. like she had been... Hit in the back with two torpedoes. Now, how old were you at this time? 16 or 17. Okay, good. So, headlights used to come up to this campus with her horse. She had a horse. She lived, <laughs> she lived in West Hartford and she had a horse and she would drive up and the boys would get on the horse with her and ride around the campus. I bet they would. So, she comes up, yeah, on the back. That's how you you'd get on the back, you'd hold on to headlights. Is this bareback? Yeah, well, later it was. No, she, yes. So I'm riding bareback with headlights. We go by, <laughs> we go by this this place that everybody used to smoke at Avon Old Farms called the Ramp. The Ramp. All the guys would stand there and smoke butts. So we're going right by there with a the horse. I'm waving to my friends like, oh, he's like, they're laughing. Look at who's with headlights. Mikey's got headlights. So, so I'm holding on to her. All of a sudden, here come Duke and Bronson, two great Danes owned by the, the assistant headmaster. They were loose, and they came running at the horse. The horse freaks out, rears up. We both slide off the back of the horse. Of course, I was in the back. So Headlights lands right on top of me off this giant horse, and everybody at the ramp saw it, and they're laughing for an hour, like literally for an hour, because we got dumped from this horse. The horse ran, ran away, and it was me and Headlights in a quasi-mud puddle trying to piece ourselves back together. And then, well, I can't tell you what happened later. What about the dogs? Did the dogs come after you? Or the they... dogs were after the horse. The horse ran away. Oh. It was uh, after throwing us off the back, ran away. <laughs> it was something like out of uh, a, a crazy, kooky movie, a porno movie. Yeah. So how's headlights back today? How's headlights? What? How's her back today? Well, the steel back brace, notwithstanding, you know that was just to keep her erect. That's a true story. Headlights. And if, by the way, if she's listening, her name is Joanne. Yeah. If she's listening, she will v- verify that entire story. Her name was Joanne. Who sang that song? Uh, Mike Nesmith. Okay, good. That's a prelude to what's coming. We got a quiz coming. Yeah, we Smitty do. and I are going to yeah. test it. You know, because we can't possibly the monkeys. ask Ben. Uh, we, can't, we can't ask paper Ben. Paperclip or post-it notes? Oh. Which one did? No, whiteout. Whiteout. Damn it. I knew it was one of those That's stupid right. things you find at a desk. Hey, you know what, Ben? When you want to sh- you want to shit with the big dogs, you got to have long legs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're going to do a quiz and uh, we're going to see who knows what. The tallest person here. Uh, so, what else? Oh, yeah. oh, can I just throw in a random thought that I it struck me when I was watching TV today? Isn't is every it? episode of the Planet Mikey show random totally thoughts? Totally random. Because random. show prep is for like people like Mutt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, Mutt. Sorry, and Matt. it still sucks, even after he preps for it. You know what I mean? So I was watching television today, and I watch a lot of news channels. And aside from seeing Joe Namath every five minutes pushing some kind of Medicare plan, there's this young vixen called Tatiana who shows up on those New Day mortgage commercials for veterans. And she wears a different dress every day. I think she does it just to get me excited. But Tatiana, I found out, after an hour and a half of extensive Google searching, is uh, also uh, an actress. She's not just the spokesperson for New Day Mortgages. She's also uh, a hot little number who does motion pictures and the like. So uh, if you ever see Tatiana, 
with the red lips and the low-cut dress and the dark hair and the great mortgage rates for veterans. You'll know who I'm talking about. Tatiana. One of the sexier names on television. That was a great story, Mikey. Thank you. I like True story, too. Yeah. I, think, I think she's hot. I don't even change the channel. A commercial comes on normally. I'm like, bleh, gone, bleh, you know, move back and forth. But then Tot arrives and then she's the on, yeah. you know, I say. Is she the one that wears the red lipstick in the? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not the other one. And the latest commercial has a red dress on. Yes. She's very pretty. Titiana, uh, Tatiana. Uh, that, that's her name. Titiana. Tatiana. <laughs> what, what is it again? Tatiana. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, so we've told the story of the <laughs> the horseback ride with headlights. Yep. Uh, we've told the, the uh, crime in Fort Myers story, the mm-hmm. guns in the face stories. Yeah. What else have we got today? Well, we've got this. What's oh, that? Excuse me. Ah, my bad. You know, uh, <laughs> hey, that reminds me of Dick Raditz. <laughs> Dick Raditz, although it's not nearly as loud or thunderous and tuba-like oh. as his farts. Dick uh, Raditz once came back from the men's room at WEI after a long stay in there. He came out. It was like a 12-minute visit. Yep. He comes back, and he says, Jesus Christ, I just took a shit look like a statue of Haywood Sullivan. Oh, and <laughs> it, he, was a, he was a little bit random, too. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But I, I decided I would look it up and finally get to the bottom. I, I mean, I've heard stories, Haywood Sullivan stories, for so many years. Sure. Haywood Sullivan will live in infamy as one of the... <clears throat> Total losers of the Red Sox yeah. history. First of all, he's in the Red Sox Hall of Fame. Many yeah. people don't know this. Yeah. Yeah. He died in 03 before they turned the jinx around. Yeah. So he missed out on that. And he's part of the reason they missed out on that. Uh, he, let me just give you a few examples of what Haywood Sullivan did. First of all, he was a shit catcher in the major leagues. He hit 226, played with the Kansas City Athletics for a couple of years, the Red Sox for a couple of years. Not a lot of hits. You know, he might have had 10 or 12 home runs in a seven year career. He sucked, basically. And he became a front office, first a manager, then a front office guy. Uh, with Kansas, he managed Kansas City Athletics, then he went to the Red Sox as a front office guy, working with Dick O'Connell back in the day. Now, what he did was this. Well, first of all, just let me give you a list of names that he was individually responsible for the Red Sox franchise losing to other teams. You ready? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Ferguson Jenkins, mm. Bernie Carbo, Jim Willoughby, Reggie Cleveland, Louis Tiant, Fred Lynn, Rick Burleson, Carlton Fisk. I mean, I'm already, we're talking about eight Hall of Famers over here. God, he sucked. And then he took his $200,000. He was really tight with Gene Yawkey. Yeah. He took a $200,000 investment and, yep. and bought into the Red Sox back when they were in a, in a place where Gene Yawkey just wanted some people she could trust. It was just after Tom Yawkey died. Right. Yeah, and, and Sullivan and a couple of other people put together a Buddy group LaRue. To buy. They yeah. had this whole, and, and then of course, Buddy LaRue did the Buddy LaRue coup. Uh, but he got rid of Bill Lee. You know, I mean, this list of people, uh, let me just think here. Who else did he? Uh, Fisk, Burleson, Lynn, right there. That's the, that's the core of the 77, 78, 79 Boston Red Sox team. But are there anybody in Red Sox history more loved than Louis Tiant? You let him go in the end of 79? And he goes to the Yankees? Haywood Sullivan. Oh, my God. His legacy got so, so, uh, battered. Yes. Uh, when you look back on all the teams they could have won World Series with, 
I mean, like Fisk, for example. He, the reason he didn't get him, he didn't send him his contract in time to sign. So technically, he became a free agent. Do you the think same that happened was, with Fred Lynn. Was that deliberate, do you think? Some say that, yeah. and that's that's part of the problem. Some say it was because he had been in a huge beef with Jeremy Capstein years before that, exactly. and it seemed like it carried over, and he was just kind of doing it as a fuck you to Capstein. It, it, oh. That's exactly right, and he was that kind of a, you know. So Jeremy had, Capstein was their agent, for anyone who doesn't know. So what does he do? They're asking, well, he built the team. No, he who did he draft? Haywood Sullivan, shitty catcher, bad executive, nasty man. Drafted Mark Sullivan. His son, in the second round, this is a guy who went on to hit 186, 40 points a year lower than his shitty father catcher. <laughs> and he got drafted in the second round because of this guy, Haywood Sullivan. He cost the Jinx 25 extra years, really, from 67, basically till well, no, that's even longer than that, isn't it? He Because he wasn't involved in the 86 team, that was Lou Gorman. Yep. By 84, Lou Gorman had taken over. But prior to that, all but those... But Sullivan was still there. He's still a CEO, COO. For a while, yeah. For a yeah. while, yeah. And he had less less to do with it. But but I just thought I'd bring that up because a lot of people don't know that. That a lot of these things that can go wrong with any team uh, start at the very, very top of the organization, as they say in uh, in Canada. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. Organization. Yeah. Over there. But they say it very clearly. I love how Canadians talk. You know? They yeah, don't say, hey. I'm going out for a beer. They go, I'm going out. That's right. Going out for beer. Um, so we lost some people in 2020. You know the lists they always have at the end of each year, who died? Yeah. Which famous celebrities died in 2020? Can you guys name five right off the top of your head? I got my top 11 list here for the people who Can died. Can they all be f- former baseball players? <laughs> no. Joe Morgan. No, I don't have any former baseball players. But you're right. Famous people. Tom Seaver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, no, these are, these are just regular old celebrities. Can you name any? George Carlin. <laughs> he died in time 2020. Yeah, I, I don't know. He died like 15 <laughs> years ago. 2020. Look at you guys. You know, if you put a, a, a ponytail on Smitty, he'd look a little bit like George Carlin. A little bit. Yeah. There you go. Bit. Hey. You'd also about, have to do Coke for like 40 years. How about, uh, I'm going to name some guys and you guys are going to go, oh, I forgot about him. Okay. Kobe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I forgot about him. Ah, yeah. see? Carl Reiner. Oh, yeah. Sure, but he was like 98. Meathead's father. Regis Philbin. Oh, we like Regis. Eh, kind of. Fred Willard. Fred, loved yeah. Fred Willard. Always loved Fred. He was uh, awesome. So funny. Jerry Stiller. Oh, he, he was, was amazing. Yep. Hey, didn't he invent the uh, Festivus? The Still. Yeah. Festivus for the rest That's of you. Right. <laughs> um, he was better as Arthur Spooner in King of Queens. Oh, Not a great uh, show, but no. he was awesome yeah, in that he show. Was. How about rock and roll pioneer Little Richard? Oh, yeah. Oh, Little yeah. Richard. That makes me think of another one. Eddie Van Halen. Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Yeah. We can't forget him. Kirk Douglas. Yeah. Was he like 103? Something yeah, like that, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was really, really old. They found like you know, <laughs> it was they found old toilet paper in his crack after he died. It was on parch. It was parchment. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Oh. Our apologies to the uh, uh, parchment companies yeah. in America. A- Alex Trebek. <laughs> oh yeah. How about it's weird because he's still on TV yeah. with new episodes of Jeopardy coming out for like another two weeks. So here's, here's one. Maybe Ben, you can do this because you're near the computer. It. Yeah. Uh, Find a Google the song Kooky. Kooky, lend me your comb. Ed Burns. He died this year. Oh, Did you know that Ed gosh. Burns died? Man, I remember watching that show when I was a kid, and he was the coolest guy. Oh, well, absolutely. <laughs> if you could just play this song right here, go ahead, just play that. Can you pot that up and 
Oh, now it's going to be a Liberty Mutual commercial again? Well, yeah. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. You By the way, Liberty. That, you only pay for what you get. I'm beat down on that <laughs> Lemu Emu crap. I mean, it's a fine company. Here we go. Play this. Well, now, let's take it to the top. Grab the wheel. She goes, Kooky, Kooky, lend me your comb. Cuckoo, dear. Look at the hair on him. Anyway, all right, that's enough. I mean, he's, he sucks. Kooky. Yeah. Always combing his hair. Yeah. That was a hit record, though. Kooky, kooky, lend me your comb. It's like Mitt Romney. When was this a hit record? Like 60, 61, 1959. Whoa. That was go. close. Yep. 77 <laughs> Sunset Strip. 77 Sunset Strip. Wah, wah. Yep. Oh, yeah. All right, you ready for this quiz? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> We're going to do the Smitty. quiz. Hey, you're going to go first? I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna have you go first. See how many you get out of ten. Well, we should explain. Ben, that. can you keep score? Last week I screwed yes. up. Yeah, he can screwed I have up. Last pad of paper. Yeah, I screwed up. I picked a week in 1973, but you wanted the the actual number for the entire year. Yeah, well, because you said I said I know the top 50 songs from every year, and you started giving me this like the 50th song the week of October 11th, uh, 1973. But even then, you didn't know those songs. I did I, though, I and like, I knew the top ones. Uh, All right, well, try it. We'll do it. Today. Uh, we'll do it today. You ready for this? We would like to play this game at home, by the way. So, how's this quiz, quiz going? This is 1968. All right, you're doing 1968. Yep. Every song you say, you know every single song from the top fifty. From the top fifty, uh, where would you like me to start? Anywhere, I don't care. Okay. I know every song. All right, just for the hell of it, uh, the number one song in 1968 for the year was "Hey Jude." That is correct. What was the number two song? Oh come on, you're not. That's not a way to do this. I don't know. I mean, you got to give me the name of the Take song. Take a wild guess. All right, the name is Paul Moriart. Uh, "Love Is Blue." That's very good. Okay. Who sang... Wait, does that count? Yes. Yep. Two for two. Who sang Honey? Bobby Goldsboro. Three good. for three. Okay. Uh, Otis Redding was famous in 1968 for his uh, number four song. Of that Sitting, on the, Sitting of the on the Bay. dock of the Bay. Sitting on the dock of the Bay. That is correct. Yeah, All shit. Right. Do you have to swear? <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Fucking tool. Who sang... Fuck you. In 1968, People Got to Be Free. The Young Rascals. That is correct. I'm five for five. Yep, okay. I got you. All right, the next one is uh, like a no-brainer. Cream... Cream what? Cream is the name of the band, and the song Sunshine was... Sunshine of Your Love. Okay, very good. Well, you didn't say that. I, just, I, I thought, thought you wanted some cream for your coffee. I, I thought you would... Uh, how about this one? Hugo Montenegro. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Not Love is Blue by Paul Moriart. It's uh, Hugo Montenegro, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Oh, very good. Okay, that was a good one. You yeah. Okay. God. Um, Simon... I remember his bro- he had a cousin named Hugo. Hugo, fuck yourself. <laughs> okay. Hold on, I can't see. Here we go. <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel had a hit with in 1968. With they had a lot of hits in 1968. It was the number nine song. Great big one, Mrs. Robinson. Very good. I mean, I don't know. They had a lot of hits. Okay. They had the number one song in 1969. It was a bridge over troubled water. Yeah. Who sang "Tighten Up"? Archie Bell and the Drells from Houston, Texas. Oh, all right. See, and they dance as good as they talk. Now, these are all... So, last one, one more. No, I'm going to do 20 in a row. Let me see how many I can get without breaking. Right, you're nine for nine. All right. Who sang... Uh, all right. Jeannie C. Riley. What did she Harper sing? Valley PTA. Very good. Okay. Ten for ten. O.C. Smith sang... Little Green Apples. Tommy James and the Shondells. They had two. Go ahead. Name name the number thirteen song. Well, of the you, year. you have to no. See the way because they had more than one. Give me one. Um, 
I think we're alone now. Moni, uh, Moni. Bingo. Uh, okay. Moni, Moni was the one. Uh, there's three, four. There's crystal blue persuasion. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be. I'm telling you, I'm not going to miss one, right Smitty. I'm not going to miss one. The number 17 song that year, 1968, was by the Fifth Dimension. Okay, I think it's the same thing with them because it, 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 the age of Aquarius it was 1969. Yeah. Up, up and away yeah. in my beautiful balloon. Yeah. They had a wedding bell blues. Oh, they yeah. had uh, zooming in on here. Uh, 1968. 1968. The fifth dimension. Stone Soul Picnic. Oh, bang! It, See, I'm, I'm telling you, it's in 13-ish for 13-ish. All right, hold just, on. Just rattle off the name of the tune. I'll tell you who did it. Now the questions are going to get a little tougher because we're <laughs> moving on to the... Wait, I got, I got you all queued up. Beyond the Top 40. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. If they're in the Top 100, I should know. All right. Who sang Love is All Around? The Trogs. Bingo. Gene and Debbie sang... Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Gene and Debbie? Gene and Debbie. We never heard this of them. Song number 41. No, no, no. You're not going to hear that? Gene and Debbie? Yeah, I'll get a bit. I never heard of them either. So Of course you haven't. You made it one. up. They had a big they had a number 41 hit that year. What was it? Playboy is called. Oh. Hey, boy. That's the one. To me, you're just a playboy. Gene and never Debbie. Never meaning what you say, boy. Who's so you're saying? 14 for 15. I should have that one because I know the song, even though I don't know Gene and Debbie. Uh, uh, should we give it to him, Bill? No. Who okay. sang Theme from Valley of the Dolls? That's a Dion Warwick. That's very good. Mason Williams had a hit with... Classical Gas. Clarence Carter had a hit with... Uh, Stroken! Color Him Father. <laughs> no, uh, it was... Uh, Clarence Carter was... Uh, oh, it's, it's two words. 1968. It is two words. Yeah, it's... Uh, go ahead, tell me. Slip away. Slip away. I, I'm quitting right now because I think I made my stripes there. One final one. Well, you got to give two more because... 19 and 20. All right, two more. The occasions. Uh, I'm a girl watcher. Very good. By the way, want to you want to cue that up someday? You want to laugh? This is the weirdest, stupidest 1960s right, I'll song. To it later. I don't no. want us to get banned for playing that stupid fucking song. Here's the last song. He goes, "I'm a girl watcher. I'm a girl watcher. Watching girls go by. My my my. Remember that one there? Oh, hold on. Here you we could go. smell the girls walking down the street. The guy said he did. Here's, here's the last song. All right. Who sang One, Two, Three, Red Light? Uh, the uh, Len Dr. Barry. Seuss. No, that was, uh, was it Len Barry? No, he sang One, Two, Three. Oh, One, Two, Three, right. Yeah. Uh, Len, one, Two, Three, Red Light is the is the uh, 1910 Fruit Gum oh, Company. Correct. All right, we'll give it to him. 18. Oh, give it to me. I earned four, it. 20. Well, he said the wrong thing first. Okay. Oh. No, but I, he said one, two, three red lights, one, two, three Len Berry. And one, two, three, I'm going to sign the right side? Mm, okay. All right, let's see how you do, Smitty. Ready? I'm going to bang out these top 20. So you got to give him 20. Well, do I'll the first 10. 20. And if he misses three in the first 10, it's over. Okay, ready? Bridge over troubled water. Simon and Garfunkel. They long to be close to you. Carpenters. American woman. Guess who? Raindrops keep falling on my head. B.J. Thomas. War. How do you not know this? War. War of the band? Huh. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. War. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, I can't believe I'm blanking. Yeah, I know it, one. I know it, I know it. I'm blanking on the name. You're going to miss it. Hold on. Go ahead. 
His initials are ES. He's giving it to you. Really? My He's... name is Bill Smith. My name is... <laughs> Edwin Starr. Oh, Edwin yeah. Starr. War. Oh. Oh. Hey, All right, Bill. What is it? 25 right. miles. Ain't Same no day. mountain high enough. Tammy Terrell and, uh, and uh, no, it's uh, no, no, my, that's that's River Supremes. Uh, no. It's it's Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Hey, okay. I'm going to give did it we, to you. Did we give that to him? Yeah, yeah give it to him. Really? I don't care because right. he's going to miss one of these. All right. Uh, I'll be there. I'll Michael Jackson, Jackson there. 5. Jackson 5 is correct. Yep. Get ready. Oh, uh, Rare Earth. That's a great tune. That's an excellent tune. You know what we should do? We should get Joe and Jerry in here. Well, they're here. They're in the dressing room. They should sing that song. That is one of my favorite songs. The Get Ready by Rare Earth. Rare Earth. Okay, yeah. you missed one so far. Let It Be. Oh, I don't even uh, give okay, you that. Okay, Beatles in. Band of Gold. Frida Payne. Yes. Mama told me not to come, parenthetically. Three Dog Night. <laughs> Everything is beautiful. B.J. Thomas. Wrong. <gasps> Ray Stevens. Ooh. Ah, <laughs> you missed two. So that's one, two. One more. One more he's, he's out, out of the mix. Oh, Number 13, make it with you. Bread. Yep. Hitching a ride. This is the one that's going to get him. Right here. Hitching a ride. The sun goes up. The car breaks down. I take my pants and I pull them down. <laughs> Hitching a ride. You don't know it, do you? You don't know it. I'm I'm out. I swear to God, I can't. Vanity, oh, Fair. Vanity Fair. Oh, winner is. So Mikey is the champion. 18 for 20. Bill goes 11 for 14. Uh, let me say for the record, you know what, though, he this is harder for Bill because he's running the controls over. Yeah, that's right. And I'm, he's I'm doing a lot of stuff. He's got to think. He's kind of old. Think. I just sit here. I don't have to think. I have to do anything. I just sit old. here and smell fun. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think it's a, what, I think seven it was a years good older round. than you. It was a good round, and I think that uh, you know, I we discussed what happened last week. You yeah. gave me all these shit hits from yeah. the bottom of the list. Yeah, it wasn't your fault. You didn't do it on purpose. Well. But uh, I think I stormed back. Now, what year did you have? That uh, was what the nineteen seventy seventy. Yours was seventy. Mine was sixty eight. No. So that's good. Yeah. Okay. So now, next week, we just get drunk and forget these contests. <laughs> Let's get Joe and Jerry in here to wrap up this crazy little thing called love. Uh, right. Joe, Jerry, hey! It's a little song originally done by the Temptations troupe. It's called Get Ready. I think this is the rare earth version, Joe. I think you might be right, troupe, for once in your life. No need to be quite that uh, nasty about it, Joe. Smokey Robinson wrote this tune. Never met a girl could make me feel that way you do. You're all right, Joe. You're all right. Whenever I'm asked what makes my dreams real, I tell them you do. You're out of sight, Joe. Well, Tweedly D and Tweedly Dumb, look out, baby, cause here I come. I'm bringing you a love that's true. Get ready. Get ready. Can you believe it? I'll stop making love to you. Get ready. You know I'm coming. Don't you know I'm coming? I said On that my already. way. You want to play hide and seek with love? Let me remind you. Hide the salami. Loving you're going to miss. And the time it takes to find you. You're out of sight. Well, fee-fi, fo-fo-fum. 
Look out, baby. Now here I come to Shaw's. You had to get that in there, didn't you, Joe? Get ready. Produce is on sale this week. I'll stop making love to you. Get ready. Get your condom on. Don't you know I'm coming? On my way to Shaw's. Get ready, because here I come. This is my favorite part, Troop. Big saxophone solo. Oh, it's big, it's big. I just took a shit, looked like a statue of Haywood Sullivan. If all my friends shouldn't want me to, I think I'll understand. You're all right. Hope I get to you before they do, because I'm telling That's you, how I planned you're it. out of sight, Joe. Well, Tweedly D, now Tweedly Dumb. What does that mean? Look out, baby, now here I come. Get ready. Get ready. Joe, are you with me? I'm ready. Don't you know I'm coming? On my way. The song is dirty. Very groovy song. Like soft porn, Joe. This guy, this guy comes more than the mailman. <laughs>